entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist on a mission. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement tangible plans that guarantee increased profitability and guide your growth. I want to share those strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have something to share with the listeners. I've got five ways to turn your business into one worth selling. This is super valuable tips to get you thinking about a way to say, hey, what's my business going to be worth in the future for me? Go pick those up on my website at trajectorybiz, that's B-I-Z dot com. I'm really excited to have my guest with me today. Uh, Rocky Lavalli is, uh, serves as Chief Profitability Advisor for business owners. He teaches them how to ensure, uh, ensure they get paid and they make their profit a priority. As a certified profit first professional, he implements Mike uh, McCallowis, I can't pronounce his last name, McCallowis profit first system, which I've read, but I can't pronounce his last name. So we uh, we change account the accounting formula of sales minus expenses equals profit to sales minus profit equals expenses. I love it. And this ensures profits come first. P.S. It's all about the money at all costs. People come before money. And I love that thought. Uh, Rocky has started with nothing when his parents immigrated to the United States when he was just two years old. His parents were in their 40s. And it was his parents' second time starting over in the life as they moved here uh, to experience the American dream. In spite of a lot of struggles and his mom passing away when Rocky was seven, He has been able to achieve financial and life success. Rocky loves to share his journey and inspires others to achieve their dreams even faster. Wow, Rocky, thank you so much for coming on Profit with a Plan podcast. Marcia, thank you so much for having me today. Excited for our conversation. Yeah, this is really juicy stuff that that business owners don't think about. You know, um, many of my business owners in in my area of of service-based professionals and and small or micro-sized businesses under under a couple million in revenue, they're generally running their lifestyle through their business. And they're not thinking necessarily about how to really make that transition into a real business that's profitable. So I'm really interested to hear about your philosophy on that and how to really make sure that the business owners taking care of themselves first, right? They do. They're the one who made the investment into the business and they're the ones who took the risk and they're the ones who, you know, sign at the dotted line. And so why should they be the last to get paid? Why should they accept crumbs? You know, if you're building yourself on a solid, fine foundation, then you make decisions in your business based on your values and not based on your bank account. And that's our goal here is to make sure that you can make the right decisions and that you live a stress-free life. You have enough stress in your business. You don't need stress in your financials. So we try to make it a little bit easier for them. I love it. I love it. And yes, you know, that is so true. We don't think about taking care of ourselves first. It's we eat, sleep, drink, we're spending our savings, we're, we're, you know, doing everything we can to keep this business afloat. And we forget about taking care of, you know, number one. And so this is, this is a really neat, 
neat philosophy that is really important. So talk to me about some of the strategies or steps that you implement when we're trying to make sure that we're paying ourselves first. So most people, when they went into business, they probably had a business plan or at least some idea of what they were going to do. Should. (laughs) Should, right? They went into business with the idea that they were going to be profitable. But too often they look at profit as an event, not a habit. And we teach people to make profit a habit. It should happen continuously all the time, every time, right? And it does Mm -hmm. take time. It's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym once and all of a sudden you're buffing in shape. It's a process. (laughs) And so Mike created the profit first methodology. He created because he himself is a business owner viewed profit as an event, and he did have his event. He walked away with seven figures selling his company, and promptly within two years, he lost it all to the point that they were coming for the keys to the car and the keys to the house. And he said, this is horrible. I clearly wasn't as smart as I thought I was. I got lucky, right? How do I build systems and processes to ensure that this doesn't happen again? One of those aha moments was changing the equation. So the accountants tell you the equation is sales minus expenses equals profit. Well, that makes profit crumbs. It makes it a leftover, something of an afterthought. Mike said, we got to change the equation. So the equation is sales minus profit equals expenses. This is just a really a mindset shift of, hey, we're going to take our profits first and we're going to control our expenses because too often in business, we're all told you got to spend money to make money. And that's usually by the person that you're spending money with. Right. (laughs) So true. So true. There are ways to do this. So one of the, the underlying principles is something called Parkinson's law, which most people aren't familiar with. Mm -hmm. Parkinson's law says a business will use up all the resources allocated to it which means however much time and money you have, you will use them all up. And so we have to constrain them. So for example, we have a project coming up, right? The first thing the salesman's going to say to you is, what's your budget? Well, it's $100,000. And what's your timeline? It's six months. I guarantee you it will cost $100,000 and it'll take seven months because nothing's ever done on time. But what if you said, hey, uh, our budget's 10 grand and I got 30 days. Somebody would say, we can figure out a way to get this done. You business owners are resourceful. You can think when constrained how to get stuff done. And you've just made a tremendous leap forward. Now, people say to me, well, how do you get from that big number to that little number? I said, there's another law that you're all familiar with, but you don't utilize, which is the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. Hmm. 20% of what you do produces 80% of the results. Mm-hmm. which means that 40% of what you do produces 96% of the results, which means we could, we could cut 60% out and only lose 4%, wow. which means you get to sleep at night, right? You do a <laughs> novel, lot less. Novel idea. <laughs> you do a lot less, and yet you make more money. And that is really the key. What I have found in in what research has shown, so Jonathan Burns is a uh, professor at MIT. Mm -hmm. 
He looked at large corporations, right? And he said, when I look at these large corporations, there are pools of profit. And what that means is 20 to 30% of what that large corporation does is highly profitable. Mm -hmm. 30 to 40% of what they do loses money. And the rest is break even. The problem Mm. is nobody knows where the pools of profit are. Same thing happens in small businesses. Like I sit down with my clients and they're like, hey, we got this shiny sale all the time. You know, we get 30 to 50 grand for it. I'm like, that's awesome. We got this boring sale over here that we get four grand a month for. I go, okay, let's look at them. What we realized is that shiny big sale, every time they sold it, they lost money. And the little thing that they barely put much effort into was making them money hand over fist. And consistent every month, right? Every month. I'm like, stop doing X and start focusing on Y. And, but they're like, but we like X. I'm like, but Y pays you lots of money. (laughs) And it happens over and over again. The problem is most business owners are so busy in their business. They don't like accounting. They're not accountants and they don't want to be. Their bookkeepers and accountants aren't speaking their language. And they're giving them information that's months old, at which point the business owner is, I don't care. Like, that's old history. What do I need to do tomorrow to be successful? Right. And it's just taking the time to being able to understand the numbers, go through and figure out where your profits are. So Profit First kind of makes this a little bit easier. Uh, Some of your people may have heard of Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey talks a lot about the envelope system. Mm -hmm. There are other people who have talked about the envelope system. Basically what happens in the way that people used to do money in the old days is they'd get their, their paycheck and they'd have envelopes. There was the envelope for rent. There was an envelope for food. There was an envelope for utilities. There may have been, when I was a kid, they used to have a Christmas club every, Mm -hmm. every week, the bank would put $5 in the savings account. Right. And at Christmas time, you actually had the money to buy presents. Isn't that amazing? Novel thought. Novel thought. So Mike took this proven system and he applied it to business owners. He said, Mm -hmm. we're going to use bank accounts because I don't want stacks of cash sitting in envelopes. Envelopes are not good. Yes. No. So basically what happens is all your money comes into the main account. And this is called your income account. Mm -hmm. business owners tend not to look at their financial software. They tend to look at their bank balance. So So we can look at our income account and it will immediately tell us how much money came in since the last time we did an allocation. Mm -hmm. And on a regular systematic basis, it could be monthly. It could be twice a month or it could be weekly, no more than weekly. Mm -hmm. You sit down, you look at your income account. You figure out how much is in there, and then you take the money and you allocate it. Hmm. So the first thing we allocate to is profit, right? Love it. We take our profit cut off the top. The second thing we allocate to is owner's pay so Hmm. that you make sure that you get paid and the money is there to pay you. Love it. The next thing we allocate to is taxes. And you put aside your money for taxes. This is one of the biggest benefits of profit first. When tax time comes and the accountant says, congratulations, you're profitable. Here's your tax bill. The first two questions are, where is that money? 
<laughs> and how am I supposed to afford that tax bill? Right. <laughs> it's it's the downside of making money. You actually have to pay taxes on. So you actually yes, have to I pay taxes. It. But and it's so, so funny because what you're saying is actually true. I mean, my clients that I've spoken to, you know, and even myself, you sit there and go, oh my God, where am I supposed to have that out? Everything's gone already. I'm, I'm paying things I already had from before. So I love this philosophy of, of pre-thinking, planning for your vacation or your Christmas fund and putting that money aside ahead of time. Love it. And so tax time comes and the, the accountant says, congratulations, you're profitable. And you look at your profit account and you go, yes, I am. And then they go, this is your tax bill. And you go, huh. and you look at your tax again and go, I can stroke a check for that. And, yeah. and then you stroke the check and you do it. So I'll tell you a story about Mike. Mike had a blowout year one year, right? So his sales were through the roof. His accountant didn't want to call him. See, there's a dirty little secret in the tax world. Accountants don't want to call you when you owe taxes because you're going to scream at the accountant, not the IRS. <laughs> so his accountant doesn't want to call him. Finally, she's like, I've been dreading this call. He's like, what's going on? She's like, you owe a lot of taxes. He goes, I know I had a great year. He's like, how much? And she was like, it's almost six figures. He's like, okay, no problem. I'll drop off checks tomorrow. She was like, in the 23 years I've done this, nobody has ever said that to me. Right? Right. I hear this story over and over again. Mike had more money in his tax account than he needed which meant he took the excess and he, he, he gave himself a bonus. There's a novel concept. Took Jeez. the money out of the business and enjoyed it. And so that's how the tax account works. Everything that's yeah. left goes into OPEX. And so the, you spend out of OPEX, but your OPEX is already covered, your profit, your tax, and your pay. So now you have a better picture of what's there. For new business owners, I know they really struggle. Well, can I pay myself? Don't I have to keep reinvesting in this business? Mm -hmm. Because you have an owner's pay account, that money builds up and you don't have to pay yourself day one. You can let it build up there for six months so that you can go, okay, my business is running smoothly. Look at how much is in my pay account. You know what? I think I can put myself on payroll now. Right. Love I can it. afford to do that. It is all this is an emotionally driven system. Right. It like takes it. emotions out of money and it makes it simple. You create your rhythms. Once a quarter, we go to our profit account. We take half of our profit account and we remove it from the business. Oh, OK. Nice. Kind of kind of like kind of like playing on the card tables in Vegas. If you take your contribution back. Then you can walk away and know that whatever I'm playing with is extra money. Like it. It's so we take the profit out. Now, this is acting like a big corporation. It's like a mm -hmm. dividend check. You're you mm -hmm. invested in this business. Here's your dividend. All right. We recommend you take your profit. The first goal is get out of debt. So pay down your debt with your profit account. Mm -hmm. The second thing is celebrate. Go reward yourself. People take vacations. I, I was just talking to somebody the other day. She was in Greece uh, on the water in a sailboat. She said, I bought this sailboat with my profit account, right? Because I did this, I was able to, to be able to, to, to sail and be in Greece. Wow. Wow. Um, some people will use it to invest in real estate or maybe buy the office building or property mm -hmm. that they're in. Some people will use it if you need to lend the company money, you lend the company money with an interest rate. 
Mm-hmm. They might go invest in other businesses or they might just put it in the stock market or do something else. Everyone's different, mm-hmm. but you do that. In the meantime, the other half is sitting in the profit account. And that profit account over time is going to continue to grow. And as it grows, it becomes the vault inside of your bank, inside Mm. of your business, so that when you get that sucker punch, and you will always get the sucker punch, you have the money there to handle it. When you have money, everything is solvable, right? Yes. And so over time, that profit account builds up and it creates an emergency fund inside of your business. And like, I know one guy, COVID hit. He's like, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. So much of us. He looked at his profit account because he was letting it build up. He goes, I have 18 months of expenses in my profit account, 18 months of cash flow. He goes, here's the deal. I don't need to worry. I can figure out how to handle COVID. Right. And, and that's the bottom line. There are things that are going to happen that are beyond our control. But when you have strong financials, you can handle them. And so that's basically. Isn't, isn't that the truth? I mean, isn't that the truth when you have you, you've mentioned it now a couple of times when you have money, you have it like gives you the freedom or the time or the less stress to be able to say, OK, what do I need to do to solve this problem and not have to react and, and go run and put out the fire or borrow, borrow from Peter to pay Paul? You know, you're, you have the time to think through the problem and find the best solution for it. And that's why I love this profit account because it is profits, but it's not something that's already been spent and paid for. It's something that, you know, you are taking a little bit out of, but then the rest is there for that emergency fund because you said it, it's going to happen. It's not if, it's when something will blow up and you've got to be able to do that. But that money gives you that time, that breathing room to think it through and make the best decision. I think that's that's power right there. It is. It also gives you the cash to fund growth because growth takes cash. And so mm-hmm. now you have the cash to fund growth. And a lot mm-hmm. of times we'll set up extra accounts. So if you're in a, in a business that has... Um, let's say lots of equipment and the equipment, mm-hmm. you know, has a five-year lifespan. We actually set up an equipment account and we'll put money in the equipment account so that when it comes time to buy equipment, you already have the money ready to buy, right? Okay. So you get a cash discount. So you're more profitable because of that. If you're a business that that has uh, seasonality, mm-hmm. what we like to do is start profit first during the gr- the good season and we set a baseline. And so let's say our baseline for our business is $20,000 a month. Everything that comes in over $20,000 that month, we put into our drip account. Oh. And we save it. And then when 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 off season comes, well this month we only had $12,000 in sales. We can go into our drip account and remove 8,000 and now we no longer have a roller coaster of seasonality. We have a nice, smooth cash flow process. And so there's a whole bunch of ways that we personalize, tweak, and make this work for you. There's a saying, when in doubt, open an account. So if you need (laughs) to set up extra accounts, you set up extra accounts, you give them a purpose, you set Mm. a target, and you let it go do that. And so all of that is laid out in the book. And then the last thing we talk about in the book too many business owners have vanity expenses, right? 
they, they really? spend no, they money don't. on stuff that no. they want that they really can't afford or that the business doesn't need. And so we tell yes. you, go through every single expense. I had a guy the other day who said, he goes, I used to sign up for all these free trials for software and this service and that service. He goes, when somebody went through and line itemed and looked at all the stuff, he was embarrassed on how much was getting auto-drafted out of his accounts that he had he no idea was leaving him. And he was wondering while he was struggling. So go through every line item on your business and ask yourself, do I need this expense? Does it provide value? Are people using it? Or can we cut this expense? So, so what, are your, what are your thoughts about um, the lifestyle businesses where, where business owners that's small, you know, they're running personal expenses through their business account as quote business expenses. What are your thoughts on that? So number one, is it reasonable? Mm-hmm. Okay. Number two, have clarity on that. Mm-hmm. All right. And what you can do for those type of expenses. And if you're running that kind of business is make sure that you put that money into your owner's pay account. And when you run those business expenses, you take them out of your owner's pay account. Thank you. Because here's what happens when you go to sell your business, they're going to go, well, you're not profitable. You hardly make any money. Your business isn't worth anything. You go, no, 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 no. Look at my owner's pay account. This is paying for, you know, all the cell phones. It's paying for, oh, my new car. my new car, the kids tuition, because they're on my payroll. Uh All of that was part of what I got from the business. And you can see it here in this bank account with clarity that all of that money is coming and going from here. Over here are my real operational expenses. Thank you. Thank you for that clarity because so many business owners, I do a lot of work with attorneys and, you know, they have their expenses and, and many of these quote lifestyle companies that you run all your lifestyle expenses through the business. And, you know, you want that opportunity because that's why you're a business owner, but then they, they run it through the actual operating expenses and they're not thinking in the way that that's truly an owner expense. And so now you're saying, okay, well, I'm actually getting paid let's round fuzzy numbers. Okay. I'm getting paid a hundred thousand a year. Um, but I have another hundred thousand in expenses. Well, technically you're getting paid 200,000 when you're thinking about it, but you're only paying taxes on the 100,000 of that income. And when you go out for personal loans or you're, you're securing some sort of debt, I mean, they're going to look at that and you have to be able to explain how this is going. And, and it will also make you as a person look stronger as having those finances if it's done correctly, like you've suggested here. I think that's a fantastic tool. And it gets, it sees, it tells the owner, this is really coming out of your pocket. Okay. It really, it's not coming out of business pocket. It's coming out of your pocket. And that's, that's the shift that I think is super important. So here, we're going to go back to the dirty little secrets, right? It's <laughs> yeah. December. You call your accountant and go, I want to save on taxes. Your accountant says, go buy a truck. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> you just spent, you spent $70,000 to save $21,000 on taxes. And now it's February and you have a cash flow problem. Mm-hmm. And you have a truck that you really don't need that you overpaid for. And this is, 
taxes are just the, the price we pay for success and understand that plan for it, handle it. You're never going to, you're never going to grow wealth, you know, spending a dollar to save 25 cents. So true. Well said. And, and I know, you know, you're, you're, a, you're a professional CFO, uh, financial officer, you know, for companies and um, so many businesses rely on the taxes, which is backwards looking. Um, what did you do? What can you save on rather than the, the financial officer and their forward thinking and trying to get them to say, OK, what are the best strategies and to utilize everything that you've got coming through? And, and I hope that listeners understand that it is a team approach of the tax professionals and the forward thinking planners to make the right decision for your business. So you're not in that trouble of going, it's December. I'm going to pay too much taxes. Now I got to buy a truck. You know, you should never, ever be in that position. And if you have the right team around you, you won't be in that position. So true. And this is the reality. As a business owner, you have to sit in a lot of seats. And what I find is most business owners hate sitting in the money seat. Uh, And they really struggle with it. But if you don't sit in the money seat, your business isn't going to be successful. You know, you're right, because it is all your business. The goal of the business is to attract customers and to make money. Those are the two functions of the business. And you've got to understand both of those. And one, you know, one leads to the other. The attraction of customers leads to the making of the money. So I think it's something that, you know, how do we get around that fear that business owners have of looking at their numbers and understanding really what's the what's the real truth about the money that's coming in and leaving their business? Well, I think it's just a matter of actually looking and asking questions. And if Mm -hmm. people around you aren't serving you, if your accountant is not helping you understand your numbers or they're talking to you in a way that you don't understand, then find a better accountant. That's just the reality of the situation. And again, understand something. Accountants aren't business people. They, yep. they are people who do compliance for taxes. It's not the way they think. And so you're asking the wrong person to do the wrong job. Mm. And I think that is where a lot of the struggle comes in. At the end of the day, okay. the business owner does need to understand his business and take the time to understand and learn the numbers. They are not as scary as you think. Profit First helps to make it simple and easy for you to do that as well. Love it. Love it, Rocky. This is this is really great information. Okay, we got a few more minutes left. Um, talk to me about some of the things um, that you help your customers with right now, because Profit First is a solution that you use inside your practice and your business. What are some of the other things that you um, you help customers with these days? So the first thing I do is I, I try and figure out the why behind the business. So mm-hmm. why are these people showing up? Why are they doing what they do? Do they love what they're doing or are they just doing this to earn money? So it's it's helping them to find their right place within the business. From a business standpoint, what we do is we set targets, right? Mm-hmm. It's Once you have a target, it becomes very easy to work towards it. And then every month we look at where are you today? How did that compare to our monthly target? Did we do good? Did we do bad? And then within the business itself, As we look at all the different areas of spending, we evaluate to see how it is. Each business is different. They have different drivers. 
some businesses are heavy on marketing. So we'll look mm -hmm. at marketing spends and say, did you get a return on your marketing? True, yes. Businesses that have high cost of goods. Hey, how do we shift your business to lower your cost of goods or how do we increase your prices? So we looked to, to, to discuss pricing power in, in that whole type of thing. Businesses that are heavy with employees, we'll look at, you know, are your employees providing a return? Do you have the appropriate number of employees doing the right things? Do mm. you have the right people in the right seats doing the mm. right job or don't you? And so you've got to look at all these le levers. And what I do is I help to create the space so they can have those conversations. And part of it is, is business owners, you know, their spouse may or may not support their business. They may or may not understand their business. And so part of it is, is giving them that confidant who is on the same page with them, helping them row the boat in the same direction and helping mm. them to create the space and the accountability to work on their business instead of in their business. Fantastic. That's that's the team player that we business owners all need as someone to help row the boat, as you said, in the same direction and to be able to, to see things and, and, and help you make those decisions. So many business owners that that I've met through the years have just, you know, they they have this fantastic idea. Um, they've left corporate, whatever it is, they've got this thing that they're going to do. And then they jump to the fifth floor of business and start chasing clients and putting out fires. They forget about the the pieces that need to be in place and the help that you need. And, and what you just stated was so valuable and business owners often forget and they just keep trying to put the square peg into the round hole. And if I make one more call or if I just do a little bit more, if I work Saturdays or, you know, their, their solution is always more when it should be a step back to on and look and structure and pieces so that they can make better decision. And if it is more, then go do more, but it may be a little bit of a left turn or a little bit of a right turn or putting the right person in. These are things that I find they can't do alone. And, and, that's and but yet they try. So I'll give you a perfect example. Let's say you've got a million dollar business and you're making $100,000 in profit. Say, well, I'd like to make 200,000. So the standard answer is let's go sell $2 million. That is a lot of work to go from 1 million to 2 million and you lose efficiencies. And, you know, even though you hit the 2 million, you might find you only get 150,000. I tell people, work for nothing. <laughs> all that work for nothing. I've got an easier solution. If you can increase prices by 10% over time, you just doubled your profit and you didn't do anything additional. You went from 100,000 to 200,000 with no extra work. Mm -hmm. Most businesses waste money. If you can cut 11% of your spending, right? That puts another $100,000 on the books. So our million dollar company went from 100,000 to 300,000 without any extra work, just right. by paying attention to the numbers and paying attention to the factors and making a few decisions. Love it. Rocky, this has been fantastic. Where can listeners find out more about you and Profit First and your CFO consulting? So the website is Profit Comes First. And on the website, you'll see a link to get two free chapters of Mike's book and some resources. And I know you're going to put the link in the show notes as well. 
And then wherever you listen to podcasts, the podcast is Profit Answer Man. And you can go to Profit Answer Man and listen to that. And that's the best way to find me. Fantastic. Uh, you know, listeners, I encourage you to go take um, Rocky up on that offer. I mean, this is just, this is a way to think about your business in a different manner to really stretch those profits without having to do more, right? It's just thinking in a different way. And it's a fantastic, simple, you don't have to be high, high uh, in accounting and, and understand a lot of numbers. It's simple. It's, it's, it is truly simple, but can make a significant difference in your business. So I encourage you to take them up on those offers. So listeners, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you found an idea or two to put into your business that will help your business be more profitable and get those profits on your books first, right? And now more than ever, it is important to build your own profit plan. So don't forget to pick up my five ways to turn your business into one we're selling right now. Go to my website, trajectorybiz.com. And that's B-I-Z. And we would love to hear your questions, comments, you know, tell us what you thought about it. Tell us what you're doing in the comments. We'd love to hear it. Rocky and I will both uh, fire back on your responses. And don't forget to subscribe to today's podcast so you can get great information for next week's show. And you can always catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Rocky. Thank you.